Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I am your host. And today, we're going to be talking about what do you crave? Now, when I ask that question, it's central to understanding how to actually go about building habits. Because if you don't crave something, it makes it very difficult to actually build a true habit that you just automatically do without thinking. It, it is. And like you think about things that you do automatically, there is at some point some type of craving. There's a desire to do that thing. So even when it comes to like brushing your teeth, a lot of times it's because we're, we, we want to get that like grimy feel off of our teeth. Even though it's been proven that it's actually a natural thing, and no matter what you do, it's it's always gonna you're always gonna have that film. Still, we, we're we're trained to want to get rid of it, and that's why we feel our teeth with our tongue all day. At the end of the day, we want to remove that before we go to bed, and then when we wake up, we want to remove it to start the day. And that's actually something that we we crave. But on a on a deeper sense, the reason talking about craving, uh, one, it's good to be aware of what you crave. Because it is much easier, and I want you to think about this for a second, it is much easier to crave negative habits than it is to crave positive ones. But I do not want you to miss this. It is possible to crave positive habits. It just takes longer to crave them. It takes longer to build up that desire for it because positive habits don't create change automatically. When you eat something like sugar, the reward happens like on the spot, right? As soon as that sugar hits your tongue, you're like, yes, you can feel that rush through your body. When you sit down to watch Netflix, it's like, ah, oh, Netflix starts playing. It's like instant. You just instantly get the entertainment, right? It comes to you so fast. And there's so many negative habits that, that operate like this. Smoking, drugs, like alcohol, all these things, right? Immediate. It comes to you gives you what you want. But if you think about positive habits, like reading a book, like what what comes from that? Like immediately, almost nothing. Like nothing changes in your life when you read a book. Let's be real. Like, but in time, things can change. And when you think about things like working out, it's the same thing. And this goes across for all positive habits. They just take time. But it is possible to desire them. And that's one thing sports really revealed in my life. And I'm sure there's a positive habit that has revealed this for you that after time of doing it and seeing the results, you actually crave that thing. You you, it's it's easy to desire it, and it's a good thing to desire it. So when I think about working out, it's like where most people are, have become either bothered or hate the feeling of like the burn or hate the feeling of being tired. I love that. I love when my muscles are sore because it means I'm I'm getting better. It means uh, I've torn them down and they're gonna get built back up stronger. That's the whole purpose of working out. It's is to is to make yourself more fit, to make yourself stronger and better, to build yourself up physically. So the craving that is I've learned to crave something that actually helps to make me better and not just crave things like sugar that just tear me down and 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 hurt me in, in the long run. So when you think about um how habits 
happen and what's actually going on in your in your brain like that craving is what creates like the strong desire to actually take action that's why when you start craving something it's very hard to resist it when it's and when it's like super easy to do right like you might be craving a workout but maybe you're at work and you can't just like leave and go start working out but if you're craving a donut and there's a donut sitting right on your desk or there's one like in the in the cafeteria or whatever it's easy to just go grab the donut and eat it and like fulfill that craving but uh, the the craving is the action. The craving is what gets you off your butt. But there are things that you m- might want to do, and this is why I use habit trackers and why you should as well, because you might crave something, but um, know it's bad. So you need constant reminders to not do that thing, to not dive into that. But on the opposite end, and this is the hard part, you might have things that you want to do that you just do not crave, but you know you need to do them. And you haven't gotten to the point yet where you, where you crave it. And, and you know what? There could be a possibility that you just won't. And I, I've talked about this before with water. I ran track for how many years? Like my, like, you know, 16 years of running. And in that entire time, I never began to crave water. Like I never craved drinking water unless I was like absolutely just like I just had a hard workout, like a hundred degrees outside, and I'm just like absolutely torched and basically just dehydrated. So then I'm like, oh yeah, water, water. Like if you think about, yeah, some of you probably have have no idea what I'm talking about, but if you YouTube uh, SpongeBob crying out for water, anytime he's come out of the uh, he's come out of uh, like the sponges come out of the water, like it's water, water. Um, you might not know what I'm talking about, but if you YouTube it, I, I love that. Um, but it's true though. Like I, I never craved it unless I was like basically dehydrated. And at that point it's too late anyways. Like the point of drinking water all day is to not get dehydrated. Um, so that's a problem because the, without that craving, there's not the action to drink the water all the time. So what, you need is reminders and you need to build things into your environment, into your life to make it easy to do this thing. One of those ways is to carry the water bottle with you. Um, so by if there is something that you don't crave, but you know you need to do it, change your environment, make it something that you're just around people who do it all the time. That will help you and make it so that that thing's very accessible. It's always around you. That will help you um, make it so that um, when like there's just no barrier to it. It's just super easy to do. Like you think about, uh, you know, those hamster, uh, those things the hamsters drink water out of. Like if you had one of those where all you have to do is turn your head and it's just the water is just coming out. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if they had those for humans. That would be great. Um, but the easier you make it, less, the less barriers to it, uh, the easier it's going to be for you to do it. So. Um, but you have to keep, keep coming back to that. What do you crave? What do you crave? What do you crave? Are you craving the, the bad stuff? Because if you're craving the bad stuff, you want to do everything you can to lessen that craving. You want, and, and that's just doing the opposite of what I just talked about uh, and mixing an identity as well. Like you don't identify yourself as the per- type of person that does those things. Um, because a lot of times we do that with our negative habits. We identify with them. Oh, I'm the type, I'm, I just bite my nail. That's what I do. And we tell people that, right? And as soon as you associate yourself with something, it's harder to get away from it because you're basically saying, this is who I am. But you want to do that. You want to separate yourself from it. You want to separate yourself from people who also do it. You want to uh, build your environment in a way that it's hard to do these things. 
right? When you want to separate yourself from it and then do the opposite, when you want to draw yourself closer and build more of a craving towards something. Um, but always focus on what do you crave because the things that you crave are going to be what you spend your time wanting, desiring, and, and eventually, right? No one's superhuman. Eventually you're going to buckle to the craving. <laughs> It's just a matter of time. Like no one has a like the willpower to always fight things, fight, 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 and just keep pushing away and push away and push away. Like eventually, there's gonna be days where you're gonna buckle. So the best thing to do is to not have that thing in your environment. Have to even worry about buckling to it. So just think about that as you go through your day. What are you craving? What things have you set your mind on? And I think this is a very deep topic, and there's all there's so much to talk about in it. In a you know, in a short podcast. But if you want to know more, you want to dive in, uh, make sure you get in Habit Mastery. And the course goes through step-by-step step, everything you need to do to master your habits. Uh, you can get to it at course.thehabitstacker.com. Uh, and I'll put that in the show notes as well so you can get to it pretty easily. But uh, it's just, you know, 40, 40 plus, 50 plus videos, um, you get downloads, um, and it just walks you through this. So you understand the full habit loop. You understand where cravings fit into it and you understand the big picture of what's going on here. So, uh, it, it increases your chances of changing those habits and then actually being able to stick with them in the long run. That's all I got for today, guys. Peace. I'll see y'all tomorrow.